0: Sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Stop, what a stop, just for Ben! Ah! Jordan, yeah! head- Jordan yeah, head- Jordan
1: head- I mean that sort of stuff. we it, it's been we're be- we're bigger than that. That interview is just like the performance, flat. No. Well, I mean, what do you want him to do? Just fall at Gabriel's feet, crying? I mean, well, he, I'll say something. We, we were doing what we'd done for 20 years, relaxing a nervous studio guest in the same way that you would in, in these conditions, um, and thought no more of it. Fire it, up, fire it up. Hello, I'm Kevin Kilban, welcome to the Friday Football Podcast, I'm joined today with Nathan Murphy, um, football um, expert we're going to say we're going to, have to do well how we're we going to work this Nathan anyway we'll start off with say we're going to get hopefully over the over the coming weeks we'll get you and hopefully Dave McIntyre if he ever and turns up for work if he ever turns up for work yes and what we're planning on really doing over over the over the course of this season is I'll try and I'll try and string along conversations as they go and I'll let you two be the pundits you two can fire away you can mock right. me as much as you want and are you going to turn around and say, you haven't played the game? I won't say that. If I ever hear, if if you ever hear me saying that as well, we can just go off <laughs> air straight away. But I, no, I'll, I'll let you have your opinions. I'll always take your opinions on board. All right. Not necessarily agree with them, but okay. I'll always take them on board.
0: So uh, this is a momentous day because this is, as far as I know, this is the first time you've ever presented a this show is, or a podcast. That's it. So it is momentous day. And, uh, what I'm wondering, this Kevin... This is the future. This is... <laughs> Wow, it's frightening It's frightening It's, it's frightening for those of bleak. us who've, uh, who've been working hard To you know make our way in this uh, profession And then he just comes in off the street And he's got the big gig already Here's yeah. what I'm wondering right. Who are you going to model Your presenting style on? Will it be like? Will it be Jared Gilroy? So will there be long pauses? Long Long pauses And we're not sure if the other guy's hung up But he hasn't Will it be like Joe Malloy Where he spent a lot of time Talking about golf needlessly? No, but both Will you be like Chappers? Oh, chappers! I love yeah. a bit of chappers. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Well, we do, we do like chappers.
1: Yeah, um, I, I as you know, what I would say you know, I say you know when you go into football management, take a little bit of everything. Yeah, take yeah, a yeah. little bit, you know, Gilroy. You know, very intelligent guy. Of course, very intelligent guy. You yeah. know, top top. You of, see, you You see that you've top del- of his game. Here, here,
0: here, uh, like, listen, uh, you can develop your own style. I'm going to give you advice. <laughs> the second you say Gilroy, very intelligent guy, means when you go Malloy. Like also yeah. obviously no, very no Malloy, in his Malloy,
1: own way. Malloy not so intelligent guy but a brilliant broadcaster you uh, know yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah you know and then uh, and then of course you have got Chappers uh, we've got Dan Walker we, we throw them all into the Dan mix Walker. why not the people yeah. I've worked with are you going to work on Sundays uh no we won't we won't go into that one we won't go into that one that's for another, that's for another day that's so another here day. Yeah. so
0: here's what's going to happen as well over the next yeah. few weeks we're going to have a little quiz every week it's going to be called the Killer Quiz. Yeah. Alright, do you wanna yeah. know how this is gonna work? So I'm gonna ask you a question about your playing career. Yeah. If you get the answer right, we'll give you a little pat on the head and say yes. well done, you go on with your life. If you don't get the answer right, and I'll give you a few minutes to think about it as the podcast is ongoing, you have to give me your phone, I go through your contacts, I just randomly go up and down oh, no. and whoever it lands on, whatever ex professional footballer it lands on, we're gonna just randomly send them a little text. And then what we'll do when we're on air tomorrow on Saturday, as we always are between two and three, mm, we'll mm. see what their response it's good was. Good job, there's not many many extra footballs in my. You delete. I'll <laughs> get them all out now. Yeah, <laughs> I get them. There. I've got rid of them are all. You, who's the most famous number you have in there? Uh,
1: Lineker? uh No, I wouldn't have Lineker No, Shearer. I've got Shearer oh, in Shearer, there. Shearer. Yeah. Shearer be good. <laughs> oh yeah. no, Roy. Yeah right. Oh! Yeah, yeah. Now this
0: is going to be random. I don't get to pick. I'll just I'll have to close my eyes and randomly. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Right. Well, well. You, right, we'll, so we'll, you, we'll let's do...
1: start. Let's start. Anyway, I'm well, going
0: to ask you the question first before you get into your rhythm. Well, no,
1: no. What having this week? This week. Oh, this is for this, next this, week. Isn't this this it? is for next week. This so is, this, like, this, you are yeah. tied to the yeah. prize number. <laughs> no, well, no. We'll, we'll start this next week. I'll leave as it, right. it is. I'll leave okay. it as it is. But we need we, we need McIntyre in as well for this one as well. And if anybody is listening,
0: you can tweet us at Off and if you have any questions that you think can bamboozle Kevin Kilban on his own career Jeez, I have a couple yeah. already set up Oh God, right. they're easy ones they're not like I'm not trying to catch you out here I'm not trying to get access to your yeah. phone if it happens that way that's fine mm. may not happen okay. every week alright All right, go on sorry You'll take it me. away
1: no well let, let's I, I think really, we've got the big game of the weekend it's Chelsea Man United this weekend mm-hmm. and, and I think before we can actually go into that game, I think we need to look back. I think we need to look at Monday night's game. You know, we need to get. I I wish Dave was here, Dave was here with the world today just to get his uh, take on this. But your your take on the game, the the Liverpool Man United game Monday night, ever so briefly. I think I think we've covered it a lot this week. But I think just uh, we need to go back before we can go to this Man United at at Stamford Bridge this weekend game.
0: Well, with my pundit hat on, I thought I thought it was shite. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. But yeah. Aside of that. Aside of that, though. You know, we we're talking about all the hype around the yeah. game. Yeah. You
0: know, there's, there's so. I don't much... mind the hype.
1: Yeah. Like, but... It's still a big game. It's still exciting. But but, jud- judging from what Mourinho has done over the years, mm. and 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 he's, he has done it, Nate, You can't get away from the fact is he has gone in to bore a game to death, hasn't he? That's exactly what he's done. Yeah. So he's, with that in mind, did you envisage it being any different than what it actually turned out to be?
0: I. I... Thought Liverpool would get at them a bit earlier. I was disappointed with Liverpool. I thought they should have done more. Now they were missing the two key players to the way they seem to want to play in Lalana and Winyaldum, who quite often Winyaldum doesn't look like he does a lot, yeah. but it seems as though he is the driving force in midfield because Henderson will just sit there and play his nice little five-yard passes yeah. all day. And Lalana, we know of that front four is the one who's constantly putting mm. the pressure on. So maybe that took a lot out of them. But definitely in the first twenty minutes, it was United who were the team. That were pressing that little bit higher, who were putting Liverpool under pressure. That
1: was early, though. I felt that like only that only lasted about ten or fifteen minutes into the game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, then United were quite content just to sit. But they, they were just just keeping with Liverpool, just at the moment, of course, uh, being that home side of maybe onus should have been on them mm. to go out a bit more. Daniel Sturridge. Now we've you know we we have we spoken about him a lot, Nathan. We've we spoken about him a lot together. We've when we've been on air together as well. We've spoken about him. The only way I can see the end game, this going now, and I think this will be sooner rather than later, Sturridge will be leaving Anfield. When? Summer? It wouldn't January? surprise me in January. If something came, up, something came up in January that was appealing, I, I wouldn't be surprised
0: if, if yeah. Klopp let him go. Well, if he lets him go, like if I was a Liverpool fan and the way football can change so quickly, I wouldn't want to see Daniel Sturridge leave. Because you could be here in a mm. year's time with a new manager. And you a new manager who's crying out for a striker... Just like Daniel Sturridge. Mm. So he doesn't fit in Klopp's system. Doesn't mean he won't fit in somebody else's system. But you do wonder, if he's getting rid of Sturridge, Origi isn't getting any sort of a chance. Danny Ings is stuck with mm. the under-23s. Does he want a pro- Does he want an out-and-out striker in that team? Because he seems to be happy to play Firmino dropping deep, Coutinho stepping in there yeah. at times, Mane stepping in, Lalan even getting in there. So is there no place for a proper out-and-out number nine in, in team. this Liverpool so team. that rules him out then So that means he has to Get rid of stories then Yeah Do you not need a plan B Do you not need Two options Like does that become So okay, if so, you're an Opposition uh, yeah. manager Does that become If you know Liverpool Are going to play with These This front four Who interchange all the time Does that eventually Six months time There's good coaching There's people mm. watching The opposition team do people figure out how to play Liverpool? Yeah, well
1: that, that 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 is the case. But he doesn't play; he doesn't necessarily play with the front four. He plays with that front three. They're his preferred front three. We're saying that's the mm. plan A. Then, so Mané, Coutinho, Firmino are his plan A. Yeah, plan B. So you are Daniel Sturridge. You are Daniel Sturridge. You consider yourself the best striker, and he is one of the best. I'd certainly agree with that. He's one of the best.
0: Are you content then sitting on the bench, being this plan B? It depends what the other option is. Like, what is the other option? He's already been to Chelsea. He's been to Manchester City. So, if he's leaving Liverpool, say he goes in January and they were to let him go, like, where does he go? What's what's the option? Maybe you go to Paris Saint Germain and you yeah. get some sort of a move like that. But within the Premier League, that's is a great there a move? That.
1: That's a great shout. I never thought of that one, but I could see that something like that happening. Maybe a PSG one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I, don't go to Southampton. No, no. I,
0: I'd sooner sit now, maybe.
1: I'd and say wages would dictate that as well. Yeah. Wages-wise, he'd be he'll be a huge earner. So out of that top four, top top six, I know that the 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 revenue's gone up, but they still won't. They're not going to break a pay
0: structure to bring a player with his injury problems in anyway. Yeah. So can Daniel Sturridge not change though? Can Klopp... He, all right, he's been there a year. Maybe if it was going to happen, it would have happened already. But can can club and his coaches not get onto Sturridge and say, "You're going to have to. You're not going to be playing. You're going to start 15 games a season unless." Look at what Firmino's doing. All right, I know he's yeah. a different type of player, but you have to play like that if you want to be in this team. And it's up to Sturridge then. Now, maybe yeah, this conversation's maybe. already ha- happened.
1: Is it is it Klopp or Klopp? I don't know if it is. Anyway, we'll talk what do about I call again. Klopp. It's all right. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but right, so we, we, we we've touched on that one. Man United then. Man United now. Again, the the only one issue you may be having with United at the moment is, we spoke about storage, maybe the mm. ultimate enigma. The ultimate enigma probably in United's team. Maybe Well, probably you've got two, I suppose. You'll have Ibrahimovic, but it's it's Pogba. Now, Pogba is, where do you play him? He's played him a bit further forward, and I think that's only because he plays him further forward the other night because he doesn't trust him from a defensive point of view, knowing full well how he was going to play yeah. and how he was going to implement the game plan the other night. So he's pushing him further forward, and he's not in the game He's and I know it's a tighter sort of game but I think that's where that's the only position where he's going to play him in the bigger games if if it comes down to a straight swap with him and Fellaini from a defensive point of view I think he's going to play Fellaini ahead of Pogba as crazy as that sounds in these bigger games or even mm. maybe even a, a Carrick in that position because I think he's thinking I'm going
0: to defend I'm going to try and shut up shop and I can't trust Pogba to play that position yeah like I still find it so hard to judge Pogba even though well, from what I've seen of him which is the summer with France and the first few weeks of the season with United and clips online basically last season and for the last few seasons where he always looked brilliant yeah. uh, for Juventus as to yeah. like, he looks like he has the physique to run the show to be, all right, easy stereotype, to be a Patrick Vieira. He looks like he should be able to do that. Like he's able to jink around defenders. Yeah, But as he did for the best chance the last night when he just jinked around the defenders, played a brilliant ball in for Ibrahimovic. It was probably the best moment of skill in the entire game. But he doesn't seem to realise that, and regardless of the fee, that he's been brought in to lead this side now. that Ibrahimovic is their stopgap for a couple of years. Rooney's going out. He's the guy who's meant to be should be the next captain of Manchester United. Yeah. In two years, he should be the captain of United. He should be roaring and shouting at everyone, dominating the midfield. And if that's just not in him, then what have they spent
1: the money on? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, think if if, you, if you're spending that sort of money as well and you've not got, as you're saying, a player who can control the game, that I would think that's the sort of player that United do yeah. need and have needed. Then you've got to be getting a player that's scoring and creating further up the pitch. And he doesn't look to me like he can do that either. So... Yeah. We know well, what
0: system then works for him. What what system would get? Because in both, in both teams at United and with France, they were both playing a sort of four-two-three-one. Yeah, I think formation. they got the best
1: of him at UV he it was always a four-three-three yeah. essentially, wasn't it? I mean, I know that he played three at the back under Conte, and he played maybe, but it was always a three midfield, a three-man midfield. However, that was worked. Usually, it would have been one one player sitting, and mm. then he would have played off him generally to the left-hand side. That's what they feel as though they got the best out of him. Looking in France at the Euros. First game, is it Romania? I think we played Romania. Didn't start particularly well in that game. Did he? Didn't really play yeah. really well. And then they changed the system a little bit where they kind of went a 4-3-3, but they had one, base, one sitting at the base and they tried to free Pogba up. That didn't necessarily work as well. He had a decent game against Switzerland, I remember when I was, I was actually at that game. But overall, the Euros for him wasn't really a success from, again, go back to the point is, goal scoring and creating didn't really do it. Yeah, he was so, fine. Yeah, exactly. He was... He was, you, you know that Griezmann was the main man. Griezmann yeah. has almost as overtaken him now, hasn't he? So, why team didn't go for him, that's, another day, that's for another day. But I think this is the dilemma that, that Mourinho's going to have as well, that he's, you paid that much money for him and it's, if he's not delivering, what do you, where do you turn, what do you mm. do? I don't know. It, anyway, the jury's still out, I suppose, yeah. on him at the moment, isn't he? But just looking ahead of this game anyway, now we'll maybe move on to the weekend. Chelsea Man United, as I spoke about before. Chelsea, Stamford Bridge. How do we view Chelsea then at the moment?
0: Oof, like this game is so difficult to figure out because, like, are United just going to set up the exact same way as they did against Liverpool? Mm-hmm. Considering Chelsea play a very different style, yeah. And like the one thing I took out of Monday, and maybe Sunday will prove this or disprove this, is that like people were saying it was a Mourinho masterclass. That it was almost you know similar to the Champions League games against Liverpool, similar to that time when he was so good yeah. at just killing games, yeah, killing whatever attack. You know, hammer the hammer, as David Brady used to say, you know, go after their main strength. And he was so good at that. But 10 years ago, when he was doing that with Chelsea, they would go out and batter yeah. the lesser teams. Yeah. Like, absolutely destroyed. And when you had Robin and Duff on the wings into Drogba. Yeah. So they, were, they had almost had two setups, that when they were playing the very best teams, they could be ultra defensive. They were so disciplined. But when they were playing the weaker teams, they just ripped them apart because they were so yeah. good. There's no sign there from United... That the second part of that that justifies. So it's fine sitting through Liverpool on Monday night, and maybe Chelsea on Sunday, if when Sunderland come to town you beat them four or five nil and you let Pogba have free reign. So I just wonder, is that going to is that sort of pressure going to get to Mourinho? I like maybe he just goes with the exact same starting eleven. Yeah, I've got just a couple of issues you maybe touched on the
1: the United style, United mm. way. Whatever, I don't, I don't agree with all that crap. To be fair, it, it does me any when I'm hearing all so the United way
0: is winning. Yes. That was the Ferguson
1: way. Yeah, that's 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 spot on. Exactly how it was, regardless of anything. Some, of course, he didn't play well every week, but he's had a goal over the last couple of weeks at fullback. I don't remember he had a go at Luke Shaw against uh, Watford. Just saying, hmm. not squeezing out, not pushing. Now, I know I've seen we and you've seen enough of Marino over the years and his sides. His style is, as you say, defensively. Yeah, it's almost made a play for this this job, this big gig at United. Of being, I can change, I can be however you want me to be. I yeah. can I can play the United way. Yet. Yeah. He's gone back to his old way this weekend to get it, or this week against Liverpool to get a result. That is what he is. As you say, there is winning, results business. That's what that's the only thing that's Mourinho's mm. mind, regardless of the United's way, however he's got the job, whether he said he's going to play a certain way or not. But he plays this way. That's how he's going to get the results. You, just, you touched on here, you touched on just earlier as well about the Chelsea way at the moment, the way it's going. He's changed his three at the back. I don't think that's the way that Conti does actually want to play, but he's reverted back to this. It's almost out of necessity.
0: Yeah. Well, he sort of it's, said that himself that the the manager's job is to get the players playing in a way that works. Yeah, and
1: the, the the only thing I was wanting to touch on here though it's Mourinho. Mourinho now, of course, he's left Liverpool, but is Mourinho's blueprint still casting a huge shadow over Stamford Bridge? Going back ten years, you mentioned the the Drogba's, mentioned the Czechs, the Lampards, the Ballocks, mm. John Terry, who's the only one that's still there, maybe from from those players. But is that are those players still? still drilled to play maybe mentally to play a Mourinho way and all these coaches that have come in and tried to change things haven't that haven't worked is it because of Mourinho the way that he set up all, all those players mindsets all those years ago
0: so that they were so drilled into basically all the artistry was taken out of yes. them and that because John Terry is still there and is still the most influential person in the dressing yes. room that somehow he doesn't let well and he doesn't and, let anybody else away with anything and no matter what manager comes in. Yeah,
1: most of the coaching perspective. The coach the yeah. coaches have come in. I I looked at like the way that Conte plays, he wants to press, he wants to play a high line, he wants to actually go and squeeze a life out of mm. the game. But he knows full well with those plays, he hasn't got the pace here. Yeah. A V B did that. Look what happened to A V B gone. You know, he's gone. He's not he's not he gets no time to, to and to, to really put his plan in or put his uh his plan into place further on down the line. You look at Scolari's all these managers that have come and gone quickly. Now, is this Conte's time at the moment? Where it's is it teetering? Is it is he is he going to have to say, "Well, look, you're all going to have to go." There's two or three that might have to leave this club to take this club forward.
0: The only thing I wonder about that and Chelsea and the Mourinho legacy, almost from the original Mourinho time in charge, mm. still being there, is like, when they won the league in 2010. Remember that last sort of three months, and they were winning every game seven and eight nil, and there was this freedom to them, and yeah. like, it was some of the best football any team has ever played in the Premier League and how could they do it for that short spell and then revert to type yeah I, I, I mean that, that's that's maybe the point I just think that
1: I, I feel as though that, that his shadow has been at the club for such a long time and mm. any manager that comes in it's almost as if you revert back to Mourinho to get the results look at when Benitez came in yeah. Benitez is a similar sort of style in furnace, but he had the personnel to do that I know that Terry wasn't involved in that particular spell when he had that really successful period when he won <laughs> the, the trophies but it's almost as if you're reverting back to that that's, that's my only issue with it all and it's almost as if a manager has to be brave enough at some stage it's got to come to it where you go right I'm going to have to sweep the board here and Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, just make everything or change everything around.
0: Is that part of? Is that? Do you think that's been part of the issue for Chelsea that the players? I think we spoke about this before. Maybe the players have become complacent. That Cesar Azpilicueta, his best season at Chelsea was the year Felipe Luis was signed. And like, look at Felipe Luis this season at Atletico Madrid. Like, Felipe Luis could be the best left back in the world. Yes, right now. Yeah, couldn't get in the Chelsea team because because Azpilicueta was so good. Because Azpilicueta saw the pressure and raised his game. Yeah. And that yeah. they had a lot of competition, and that hasn't really happened. Like, all right, now they have a bit of competition in and around the midfield, but even still, you could pick eight or nine of that Chelsea team every single week. Yeah, and and added to that as well, there's a lot of power within that dressing room. Isn't mm. it before?
1: It's almost if if things aren't going quite right, then the manager goes, but the players are being consulted on these decisions, aren't they? And they're, make, they're almost making decisions on behalf yeah. of the club, aren't they? So who do you get rid of? Fabregas? Well... <sighs> It's a, it's a it's a great point. Who 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 do you get rid of? Who, what do you do to change it? What do you do to change this cycle? Because it's still early days for Conte. I like him. I really like him. I think I think he could he could bring something different if given the chance to and given the time mm. to. So you're looking at Fabregas. You know Hazard. I don't think he's um, he's covered himself in glory over the last year or two. I really don't. He'd be bang back in form. We know he's a top player, but I think he let himself down last season. I do. Then you're adding to that in there, you've got the power of John Terry at the club. You've got Cahill that's in there. Cahill, of course, been struggling a little bit. I mean, I think he said himself, he felt he'd always started the season. Well, I actually felt that yeah. until maybe the Swansea game where he didn't actually make the mistake. He was fouled. And you look at it throughout. Did Did Conte want uh, David Luiz back in the club? I don't think he would have signed David Luiz, He's not his Who would player. have signed? Well, Benucci. Panucci, 100%, probably couldn't get him in, wasn't the right time. So it's almost like a, sc- a stopgap signing yeah. David Luiz. doesn't want him. You can see that. Clearly, he wouldn't want him.
0: So th- there's, a, there's a few issues. There's a few issues, I think, around the club as well. Um, you forget at times, I think, as well, uh, when things are quiet at a club, as they are sort of at Chelsea. I know last week there was this ridiculous rumour that Conte could get sacked. But that there is so much pressure on Conte that he won't get any time. Whereas what you're talking about almost, and like, I think we talk about this in the show a lot, that... It, maybe a manager at times and maybe this is just nonsensical can come out and go "All right, I'm here my plan is to be here for three years we're going to win the league within that three years Mm. but look what happened last season things are going to need to change I'm going to be selling a lot of players I'm going to be buying a lot of players they're going to take time to gel stick with me that doesn't
1: happen though does it It doesn't happen because I, I, I agree in in essence, that's the way it should be. That's the way that most football supporters, most mm. people, should think that a manager, if given that time, it will happen. But as soon as you get where well, you're on a, a bad run, where you lose, you lose eight out of ten, whatever it is, you're on a bad run. The manager then will always be under pressure. He can't get the best out of these players. Or he can't get the best out. He can't get the best out of that player in particular. So. That'll always come down to it, and you, you look at maybe I, again. I go back to the point. Scolari, Avb wanted a long-term plan. Yeah. He spoke about this process. Yeah, yeah. For albeit that a lot of it's a lot of crap. He probably all the time. did that, but I'm Do just you know sort what I of mean? Set, talking about. So, this. and he didn't. He wasn't given that chance. Yeah. Anyway, it's probably. I suppose watch this space, isn't it? I suppose mm. we'll maybe monitor it through through the season, and and we'll see how it goes. But um,
0: I don't know what to make a Sunday really, because usually, if you knew you were commentating on United Chelsea, you'd be excited like Great this game. is a big game. Yeah. It could be. It could be, ter- oh, it my, could my be fav- Monday night again.
1: still out there. My favorite player in the Premier League is Diego Costa, and I look forward to watching him anyway. But we'll 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 see how Are it you was... being sincere. Yes, yeah, sincere. I love Diego. Costa. I like him as well. I love him. Really I, do. I wouldn't I, like I to be him. playing
0: up against them. Well, actually, you know what? I I, I watched some. I players, think you would relish it. I think, like, I always liked when himself and Skirtle remember the couple of Capital One Cup games. Best
1: game. Best game I have seen over the last two years, and it was in that nil-nil draw at Stamford Bridge. Was it nil-nil? I think it was nil-nil at Stamford Bridge. The best game I have seen. Uh, this season or over the last three or four seasons was that semi-final the two-legged yeah. one two brilliant games and as you say Costa bought the edge to the game that was myth- missing from the, the Liverpool Man United game Monday no edge no bite yeah.
0: and Costa brings that and to and they killed game. each other and at the end now did one of them get sent off eventually but during that as they were going well, at Costa each other Costa should have been sent off should have been sent off but they were going at each other and there was a little pat in the back every so often because they knew what they yeah. were at it was almost like it was like Mayo and Dublin and Lee Keegan and Jeremy Connolly and at the end of the game Lee Keegan went over and shook Jeremy Connolly's hand because they know yeah. they know what they're about whereas we go absolutely mental in the media and go Diego hey, Costa is a yeah. scumbag should be thrown out of football thing? Yeah, the you know, about and, and,
1: and and he's what, bloody exactly? brilliant yeah I know he is and he's great for the game I really do think that and for all that people people are talking about this edge that he's got and you know it's it's, yeah. uh, it's you can't it's, have it went. both ways you no. can't
0: come in on Tuesday morning and go oh that United Liverpool game was shite oh they never went near each other yeah. there, there was no edge with it and then a week later it could well be the case on Monday morning Diego Costa's a disgrace. Yeah, I know.
1: No, oh, it is. Kind I, of both is. ways. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so, so we firmly establish that Diego Costa is both our favorite player in the Premier yes. League. Then is that what it is, right? Yeah, well, yeah. that's one thing we do agree
0: on, anyway. I also think he always seems like a, quite a nice guy. Yeah, Outside, like after. He's, the he's supposed to be. I hear that. I hear yeah. that
1: quite regularly. Yeah, he's supposed to be a decent enough lad, anyway. So, well, that's that's, that's uh, we've got that one cleared up, anyway. Last, last point. I think we before we, we haven't got much time. I don't think anyway now. But I just wanted to. We touched on Liverpool earlier on. But I looked at Liverpool's fixtures coming up, Nathan. After this West Brom game this week, and you can can include this West Brom Brom at home, they've got Crystal Palace. uh, Crystal Palace away, Watford at home, Southampton away, Sunderland at home, Bournemouth away, uh, West Ham at home, Borough, Middlesbrough away, and then the Merseyside Derby. All these games before Christmas. How many points can they pick up during that spell? And realistically then, could Liverpool be in pole position going into the second half of the
0: season? Well we will see over the next seven weeks how much they progress. Show me those fixtures again for yeah. one second, right? Because I'm just thinking back. So, Crystal Palace away last season needed a last-minute penalty yeah. to beat Palace. They were terrible. Watford at home. Did they struggle against Watford at home? Yeah. Southampton away. Was that game well, where there were two? Okay, all right. Well, take this out. Take that all right, okay. Like if Pass, we're,
1: we're, we're looking at Liverpool now maybe in a different light at the start of this season, mm. aren't we? No European football. We've already spoken about that one so much as well. But looking at those fixtures, I think they can win every game before the Merseyside Derby. And and again, that's a 50 50. That's a flip of the coin. We know within it anyway because of, of how it is. And it's at Goodison Park. And this season, the way Everton are. Yeah, going. Everton are much better. And I, of course, I've got to stick my Everton hat on and go with Everton on that one. But, Did you ever score in a derby? Uh, no, no, I didn't score. I scored in a few, I scored in a black country derby scored in a black country derby yeah the derby I meant not the black country well that's the derby in, in, the, in the black country in the think, black you country know, yeah you know, so that is that is the derby there so don't 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 go <laughs> Wolves West Brom West Brom Wolves that, they're classics Ooh. mate they're classics but no I'm, I, I think we need to make this point here and I, and I, and I, I want to get this out of you but I think I think Liverpool could be going into Christmas because again that Everton game is just before Christmas going into Christmas time I think Liverpool will be top of the Premier League
0: yeah, and do you know what? If Liverpool are to win the league, they probably need to be. They when need to win. At no, oh, are you that saying run, they need
1: to win all those games? Or so at least there's
0: seven games there, you'd probably need to win six of them. You'd, like, the, they're the type of runs you often run. say, oh, you can't be predicting that they're going to win seven or eight games in a row. If nine, nine, including Everton, that is. So, you need to be winning, of that those nine, you probably need to be winning seven of them. Seven or eight of them, anyways. Yeah. Because that's the type of run you need to be on. Now, they are very different because you can you get a sense he's got Anfield where he wants it to be. Hmm. that. By and large, they're going to steamroll. So teams are we are at home. we
1: saying are we saying then they'll beat West Brom at home, Watford at home, Sunderland at home, and West Ham at home? Is that what you're saying? So there's four yeah. home wins. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think they'll win yeah. those four. And then I think
0: they'll win comfortably this weekend. I don't think West are no are, are anywhere West Brom well. off the now back. I know Pulis has a brilliant 3-1-1 record 3-1-1 draws there, have not they
1: four, 4 draws in 6 Premier League games they, 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 you almost know what you're going to get out of, of they're of going to finish 14th yes I'd, I, I'd probably go with you on that one as well okay. but I, I just think I just think that's. I mean again we'll watch this space we'll touch on this one anyway we'll see how close you are but I think Liverpool have got a great chance if I envisage I think maybe going with you they could win 8 out of those 9 7 out of those 9 I think they could be in pole position I think they, they could be top of the Premier League going into Christmas this year <sighs> Big shout. Yeah. Exciting if you're a Liverpool fan. Very exciting if you're a Liverpool fan. Um, not, not so if you're an Everton or a Man United <laughs> fan. But anyway, but I just think that's a good one. Watch this space and we'll look at that one further on down the line. So, think, what's your plan for the weekend, Kev? I'm at Bournemouth Tottenham on Saturday morning, um, so I'll be on the show. I'll be on with you and Joe oh, yeah. probably Saturday afternoon after reflecting that game, on that. reflecting on the on the Bournemouth Tottenham. You game. all over Tottenham on that? I fancy Tottenham, but be on Bournemouth back of a six-one win. I think the yeah. great four. I, I you know what? word
0: worded Harry Arter. He I saw he was on crutches when he went off.
1: Yeah, last weekend he did. Uh, he did nothing. I've not heard nothing. Yeah. On that. I'll, I'll probably you know when you look at that one close to the time, maybe um, you know today and, yeah, and tomorrow yeah. before the game, we'll be looking at that one to see how he is Arter, but course we've got we've got a, we'll have a vested interest but I always like to see the Irish boys as well so look forward to him of course ahead of that Austria game but Tottenham in particular I, I think this will be again I think this will be a good game Nathan I think you've got both sides both want to attack Th- there won't be necessarily a side here that looks to go and contain so I think we'll certainly get goals I'm looking at a A 3 2, 2 2, 4 2. I think we get goals. You know, that's maybe, you know, for our little early bet of the season. We're looking at over 2.5 goals in this one, I feel. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, I've been going under 2.5 goals for the Spurs games recently. To be honest, when it comes to Spurs, I only listen to Graham Zunath. Yeah, he's my go-to guy yeah. in Tottenham. He's my go- <laughs> and he says they're done.
1: Yeah, does he? they're gone. Well, he says the be- he also said they're the best team since nineteen sixty-one, since the Bill Nicholson days. So oh, I can't
0: remember. Yeah, well, Graham exactly, Graham yeah. can I guess. Yeah, Graham was Graham was around that. That's, uh, was around what Was the best? Yeah, well, they kind of have to be. I suppose there's the the Bale team of four or five years ago, and there was the Gaza team. Yeah, and they're the only real contenders. Maybe Clive Allen.
1: Yeah, Clive Allen. During that time, they did he get forty goals? I think in one in one first division season. I, you, you, I, Tottenham are just this side, aren't they? That you know, for, they'll forever be known as the bottlers, the you know, do easy us. touches until yeah. they actually do it. And lastly, last season, I felt they did actually maybe a little bit of tidiness crept in, bottled it. Whatever you want to say it, but I think that Tottenham, uh, I think Tottenham
0: will, will go close this year as well. All
1: right. Yeah, so we, we'll we'll wrap this one up for the first yeah, week. Good
0: job. Good job. This yeah. was more a taster. Next yeah. week we're gonna be we're gonna have the quiz. We might even get a little yeah. jingle for the quiz. We're gonna have McIntyre involved. Yeah. We're gonna be getting access to your phone. With a little bit of luck. You don't can't. delete Roy's number. No. De- I won't delete any number. I, promise, I promise everyone now that's don't listening, All oh, the, the, the,
1: the ten people that actually listened to this first part of Nathan yeah. and me waffling. I think
0: you've done really well. I think we were talking about who your influences are. I think it's pretty clear you've been listening to a lot of me presenting. Yeah. But, you know, you've, you've been learning from the I've got, I've got
1: a lot of time for you, Nathan, as you know. You know, as a, as a mailman as well, I've got a lot of time for you. But... We'll we'll uh, yeah, we'll let's see how let's see how we progress. Judge me, as I always said, judge me six games, judge me six <laughs> months, Nathan. And then you can actually come for me and start to <laughs> slaughter me, you know. So, anyway, I've enjoyed it, I've enjoyed the experience. Certainly being alongside you is always a pleasure never a chore. So, let's see, let's see how we go anyway, and we look forward to it. So, thanks for listening. Thank you. Goodbye.